you, you need to sell more than just a product or a service. The, the most iconic brands, uh, you look at, you know, the Nikes, the Apples, you know, Apple has an incredible community. There are forums upon forums upon forums where people are talking and helping each other out and they have an identity and affinity to that brand. This is The Playbook. I am so excited from way down under, we have Nathan Chan. He's the CEO of Founder. Joining me here on The Playbook. Welcome, Nathan. Thanks so much for having me, David. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Well, we are excited to have you and talk about a playbook to success. You have so many different things going on uh, with your community, with your courses, with your podcast, with your business. Um, I'm going to start off with an entrepreneurial question. You know, as we expand and accelerate with the amount of activities as entrepreneurs and we become more successful, how and what criteria do you utilize to prioritize all the different options, opportunities, and touches of favor that you've earned now from working so successfully over the years? Mm. Yeah, look, it's a really good question because I think uh, as your business grows, I think uh, it, it, it gets exciting. You know, you have more and more opportunities that fall in front of you. And it, and it actually becomes, uh, a, a, like I've found personally from my experience, it actually becomes this thing that it's not like I could do 101 different things to grow this business, but it's like, what are the few key things that I need to do? So the way that I've found to, that, that brings me the most, I guess, success in that area or, or direction and, and a great compass it comes back to the goals. It comes back to the strategic planning. Like, does your business have a three or five year strategy? And, you know, do you break that strategy down by years? And do you only focus on a couple of things, a couple of big rocks that you and your leadership team or you and your team, or even just yourself are working towards chipping away? And you just need to put the blinkers on, focus. And, you know, I've had some crazy stuff. Like somebody come to me the other day, they had an incredible idea. They're uh, they're part of uh, EO, Entrepreneurs Organization, and they're like, Nathan, we should take the founder brand and start creating something like EO and do in-person events and forums, and I can do this, and I'm a successful founder, and I've got you know $50 million exit behind me, let's do this, this, and this. I'm like, that's an incredible opportunity, but I don't see that on our strategic roadmap in the next three to five years. Like, I'm sorry, but it's not, it's not there. So that's, yeah, it comes back to your goals, it comes back to your strategy. Yeah, sometimes we're made by the people we say no to. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the playbook is you understand the value of community. And I think it's discounted in a lot of entrepreneurial's mindset or their strategy. I don't think they understand the value of building a community today and the size, scope, and scale of the opportunity of building a community that we've never had before when you and I were younger as entrepreneurs, we were limited by geographic location. We were limited by brick and mortar opportunity. But today it's so expansive. How important is community and how are you addressing that as a prioritization of your business model? Yeah, so look, I think uh, more often than not now, you see with the internet and so many different products and services out there, you, you need to sell more than just a product or a service, I believe. Uh, like the, the most iconic brands, uh, you look at, you know, the Nikes, the Apples. You know, Apple has an incredible community. There are forums upon forums upon forums where people are talking and helping each other out and they have an identity and affinity to that brand. 
So I think having a having a really strong community in today's age, especially if you have an online internet business, is can be a really really powerful thing. Not just from a strategy perspective, but also from a like give me a crap perspective. Like if you're really passionate about the product, the service that you sell and the problem that you're solving, you can create a place for people or you can create an identity for people that that gives them this sense of purpose, this sense of meaning. Uh, So with Founder, uh, you know, it's only natural that entrepreneurship is really tough. And, you know, we're not here, you know, with, with everything, the work that we do, we don't sugarcoat it. Like we want to share the real stories. And, and you know this, Dave, like building a business is really, really difficult. So it's so important to be able to be able to connect with like-minded peers, with people on a similar journey to you. So for us at Founder, especially now that we've launched our All Access Membership Pass, Founder Plus, community is incredibly important. But what's also more important is it's not just like, oh, I'm going to create a community. I'm going to create a Facebook group where people can interact. It actually has to have meaning. Like what are people going to experience when they're part of the founder community? How do you even become part of the founder community? How do we give you an identity? What are the what are the beliefs? What are the values that being part of the founder community gives you? And, and where, what does the future look like if you become a community member? What is the aspiration? What are the beliefs? So these are the kinds of things that we're thinking about at Founder. And yeah, it's super important. And, and I think how can you get people connecting? That's that's also really, really important. So, but you don't have to, but it is important. And with Founder Plus, the new access membership that you have, one of the things that I think so cutting edge is it's not just having the same drab experts in their space or gurus of this. To me, it's the transparency and the humility of the teachers, of the education, of being able to transparently talk about the pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes, and also give the same resources, if not better, from that. Uh, How do you get the right people involved because it is so cutting edge and I see a difference. I obviously approached by so many different entrepreneurial communities from EOs, the YPOs, the XOs, there's the O's keep going on and on, but founder is unique uh, for me that there's so much transparency and humility within the education. Thank you, David. Look for us. uh, We've been lucky. We started off as a, as a, a media company, you know, interviewing successful founders. And I always had this premise that we want, we want to share people's stories and experiences that have actually done it. Because I think there's a lot of content out there with, with people producing content and, and, you know, sharing experiences that may not have done it or may not have done it at the scale where they're probably able to give back at a sufficient level where they have the, the depth, the richness of that experience. So, that's how we started and we started producing content when it came to building the online education platform that which then ended up being founder plus at this ed tech company it was like how can we build upon that how can we take those experiences but get get founders to share at a deeper level so for us it, it really just comes to have you actually done it like if you you know if somebody wants to learn how to start an e-commerce business, we found somebody that that won Shopify, built a business that's built, you know, four, five, six, seven, like lost count how many multi-million dollar successful online stores. If you want to write, you know, you, know, you want to know how to run TikTok ads because it's, you know, a cutting edge online marketing platform that people are using, 
Let's we just find somebody that spent millions of dollars on the platform that has rich experiences. Um, and that's the basic premise. And you know, we're really trying to create, you know, the masterclass.com for entrepreneurs uh, and really get a lot of these successful founders that we interview on our platform on the front covers of our magazine to teach. And uh, that's the basic premise. And it's a great premise. One of the other interesting aspects as an entrepreneur with founder is that you fully bootstrap the company. Um, and that's a rarity, especially, you know, as you have built through 2022, you know, over what 50 team members that you have or more. But to bootstrap it when cash was so available and funding and your brand was so strong, why did you decide to fully bootstrap the company and not seek a, a, a outside investment? Yeah, well, look, uh, in the early days, uh, I'll be uh, quite honest, David, I didn't had no idea what I was doing in the early <laughs> days. I didn't, I didn't even know that, that it would become anything, right? It was literally a passion project. And and it was just me. So I started the magazine and the brand, uh, $2,000, $3,000 off the back of a credit card. I used to live off my credit card and travel all around the world. And, and I just was looking for a job and looking for work that I was passionate about. And then over time, this, this thing kind of built up and, you know, I've had many opportunities to raise capital, but I've always thought to myself, you know what, I don't know if I ever want to truly sell founder. And I think that you have a moral responsibility that if you take on outside funding, you know, you want to get that, that you know, individual group a return. And so for that reason, I've never taken on outside funding and I've had some incredible mentors that have that you know been on both sides of the table and they've shared that they'd rather just grow sustainably and controllably uh, without taking outside funding. Now, that doesn't mean I've written it off. I'm definitely still open to it. Uh, but uh, for whatever reason, yeah, we've, we've never gone down that path for a long time, quite strategically. And Nathan, you and I share the same... I think values of somebody that actually has personal experience. One of the you know pet peeves that I have of social media and influencers are people standing in front of cars that they don't own, houses that they're leasing, pretend you know giving advice. The fake gurus out there, you know, and I always like you know, hey, stand up with me. I'll tell you how I lost over a hundred million dollars. Right, there, there's a lesson in there, and I'm not talking about houses I had or you know Ferraris that I drove. I'm talking about you want to learn a lesson? Let me talk you through a journey of losing money. <laughs> I think there's more value in that. But there's another nuance as well that I think is misinterpreted, and that's traditional education versus our online education system today um, and the values intrinsic in each of the different availabilities of education. Uh, myself, I believe in education and the, the period. Just stop there. You take your timing and risk tolerance, but if you're not educating yourself every day, you're missing out on life. Uh, what is your perspective or how do you articulate the relationship between traditional education and, you know, as you have the top online education for entrepreneurs in the world, something that's not quite as traditional as online education for entrepreneurs? Well, look, I think um, as time goes on, there's going to be more alternative pathways for career development and upskilling. That's that's that, that's how I see it, right? Like, even if you look at traditional education, I, I see a massive movement to short courses, to uh, purely online, not even in person. 
Uh, and, and that's the way I think things are going. But, you know, look, the the Stanfords of the world, incredible online business, you know, or business education. But but besides the Stanfords or the Harvards, even the, some of the Harvards, like, I think uh, you don't have to learn from a textbook. I think learning can be fun. I think it can be more practical. And I think uh, you can you can help people learn from experiences. So when it comes to you know entrepreneurial education in Founders Point, we're we're all about micro learning, bite sized video lessons that are consumable, ten minutes max, maybe fifteen minutes absolute max. It's short. It's snackable. And how can you? really just increase the ease of implementation. Like it's not about just watching a video. How can we give you a template? How can we give you the actual thing? Like here's the actual Facebook ads spreadsheet to plug in all of your numbers. If you want to get technical, here it is, just go use it. Right. Versus watching a video, then having to think about then having to learn like, here, we'll just give it to you. Here's these email templates to launch your online store. This is the proven templates here, plug and play. Like these are the kinds of things that we think about when it comes to learning. It's also around implementation as well and removing, removing that friction of implementation. Um, so look, when it comes to online education and the future of online education versus traditional education, I think more and more alternative pathways will be a massive thing. And if people want to have a career change or if people want to upskill, there's going to be platforms like Founder continuing to develop on the cutting edge and teaching cutting edge stuff that is relevant and timely. And that's also the problem. By the time they, you know, a syllabus is created through traditional education, TikTok or Facebook ads, there's a new thing. Right. How do you keep up, right? So that's where, you know, we're, we're trying to create a modern type MBA, a modern type uh, platform where we, it's relevant. It's it's up to date. It's cutting edge. It's what's working now um, versus traditional education. But there's always going to be a, a space for traditional education, especially, especially when it comes to peer-to-peer -peer collaboration and learning in person. Like I know you, David, like I've made some incredible friends throughout university and study. And, you know, I've studied in France. I've studied here in Australia. I've, done, I've got multiple degrees. Now, did they help me to, to get where I am today? No. But from a social perspective and a, an EQ perspective and, a, you know, building relationships and understanding people and working on projects, for sure. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it has its pros and cons. Yeah, Dale Carnegie does not mean as much unless you've had the experience of some of those collaborative uh, communities that are created by the colleges that exist today. Last question, you know, building a platform, what I have found, you know, whether it's the meetup company or founder or other big organizations that are building these huge online communities, they're truly principle or value based. And so I'm always curious about what values that are the foundation of founder uh, that really attract a certain type, or I call it a frequency or vibration, a certain type of person uh, seems to be attracted to this community. What are those values that you've built the platform on? Oh, look, I think it's gotta be an obsession and thirst for learning. Uh, I, I think that's that's the first one. and. And not only that, but somebody that sees the power in it, like you talked before around the power of, of education, just period, right? And that and that goes part and parcel, like personal development, personal growth goes hand in hand with, with business and entrepreneurship. And, and the real truth is that 
you know, the speed of a company's growth is a reflection of the CEO's personal growth. And so the people that really understand not only or, or the value, have, have a strong value set around a thirst for learning, thirst for improvement, but then also a thirst for connection and, and, and understanding that there's people that are, that are out there that have actually done it that you can learn from. And then I think the last one, I think when it comes to, to values is, is just this, I guess this idea that life is short. You know, we only get one chance on this planet and, and you've got to make the most of it. And, you know, really they, they have this ability to push their comfort zone or step outside their comfort zone, even if it's scary. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's an important one as well. So this thirst for freedom. I love it. If you're not scared by your own dreams and don't scare others with them, you're not thinking big enough, which I know also is one of the philosophies and uh, aligned with my favorite uh, saying of being more interested than interesting. You got to join Founders Plus. If you are more interested than interesting, join a collective of vibration or frequency. Your frequency is your neighborhood. Expand and grow through education and collaboration, coordination, of those similar ideas and expand and grow. Nathan Chan is doing it for all of us, building the best platform for entrepreneurs. Get educated and snack little bites. CEO of Founder, Nathan Chan, thank you for joining me. This is David Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook.